Thanks for tuning in to the Quality is Key podcast, where we focus on improving the quality of your life through powerful stories, top-notch motivation, and real topics. You've got nothing to lose, but everything to gain. Enjoy the podcast. How's everyone doing today? It's Bobby Sunday from the Quality is Key podcast. I'm here with my guest, Carney Fry Fogel. CEO of C3 Roofing. And today he's going to talk to us about his business ventures and what it really takes to be successful and where he's gotten so far from the start. So how are you doing today, Carney? I'm doing good, Mr. Sunday. Just a beautiful day, another day in paradise, and we're ready to rock this thing and let you guys in a little bit behind the entrepreneurial background and kind of fill you in on some things that people leave out and kind of give you some keys to get you a little bit closer to that place you want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely, Carney. So talk to me about what got you into the business and why you still continue to do the work that you do. What got me into the business is a very, 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 very long story. Um, It all started out with me. I'm a fourth generation builder. My great grandfather built houses. My my grandfather built houses. My father built houses. And now here I am in the construction background. Ever since I was young, I knew that I was going to be I was going to be in construction. I didn't choose this life; it chose me. Um, as soon as as soon as I got into high school, every summer I was working to try and pay my bills, trying to pay for the new car to go take the girls out to dinner with. So I I needed a way to make some money, and the best way to do it was to put on a tool belt and help my father. So that's how I got into the construction. And then, long story short, I didn't go to college. Right away, I jumped out. Couldn't find a job. Well, didn't even really try to find a job. Throw to throw a tool belt on. Help my father learn the construction trade and then make a real long story short, ended up doing my own thing down the road and opened up the, the roofing company that I own now, which is C3 Roofing, like Bobby said. Yeah, that's really awesome. I think that's a cool story. You know, it's something that you had already in your family. It's something that you took further and you kind of started your own business venture. So I think that's really interesting. What was the day like? Do you remember the mindset of yourself the day that you kind of realized that you wanted to start your own business venture? There's only about three people that know this. I was actually in the local YMCA working out one time, and I ran into this guy that started talking about all this crazy stuff about how he wants to be financially free and how he has this little formula for success, and him and his wife do this thing, and yada, yada, yada. I really didn't know what the heck he was talking about. He acted like he made a lot of money, and he acted like he was doing it on his terms, so I was interested right away. I called interest to this guy, and I wanted to find out more, so I got his number. We we stayed in touch, and then I started communicating with this guy. And this guy brought me into his house, and he showed me their their business model. Their business was it was network marketing, and part of this whole network marketing thing was they made you read a book. They it was, it was just like your first test. So what they did, they gave me this book, and my 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 task for the next two days was to crunch and read this entire book. It was it was a purple book. It was written by Robert Kiyosaki. It was Think and Grow Rich. I read that book, completely changed my life. It, it, it opened up concepts behind everything that you don't think about as a normal person. You go through school. Um, the schooling system kind of teaches you to work a nine, nine to five, work just like a normal eight-hour shift, and they, they never really like open up the fact of, hey, if you actually want to succeed, you want to do crazy things, you want to buy the boat, you want to buy the big house, you want to buy the cool car, you want to spend time with the people you want to spend time with, you want to go spend time wherever you want to spend time with on your terms, 
No one ever teaches you that. And then I read that book and it completely basically blew my head off my shoulders and opened up this new big world. And I realized how small I was thinking and I didn't realize how much was actually out there and how attainable it was for any and everyone. So I met that guy and I've I actually ran into him not too long ago at the gym and because things didn't work out. I, I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to run my own company. Um, very, very time consuming doing what I do. So I just really didn't have time for his little business venture. And I ran into him and I said, hey, look, I know things didn't work out between us. Um, I know we're still on good terms. I know everything's still great. But I just wanted to thank you. And he was kind of shocked. He just kind of looked at me and you could see it in his face. He really didn't know how to react. I told him, like, dude, you changed my life. I said, you, you brought me in. You, you got me to read this book. You kind of just flipped my whole entire universe upside down. And it, it changed my, it changed my life. I said, the reason I'm doing the things I'm doing, the reason I'm quote unquote being successful and doing all this great stuff and striving to get to that next, that next chapter. Um, I said, it's all because of you. And this guy just looked at me. He's like, what the heck? So he just said thanks and he walked away. I'm like, man, I just complimented this guy like crazy. He just got up and left. <laughs> so like five minutes later, I'm working out. This guy comes up to me and it, it like, it hit him. He's like, holy crap. I really didn't like, I didn't do anything, but at the same time, I added value to this kid's life and it completely changed his life. Now he didn't benefit from it. He didn't make any money from it. So he, he came back and he's, he, I mean, you could, you could see how sincere he was. He was like, look, I, I like, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to thank me. Um, but you could tell that I, since I thanked him, it like, it meant a lot to him. And it really, it really, really like impacted him very, very greatly. So anyway, I mean, the, the, seriously, I ran into a guy at the gym and it completely changed the way I thought about everything and completely changed my life for, for the better. Uh, so after that, I really just started. I mean, I started, I started working, I started grinding, I started hustling, was, was helping my father. We were running his construction company. I was pushing, pushing his name, pushing the, the brand of his company, spending a lot of money on advertising, doing things a little bit differently from the rest of the construction world. Construction world's full of a bunch of older dudes that want to, don't want to take on new concepts. They don't want to, they didn't grow up with Facebook. They didn't grow up with Snapchat. They didn't grow up with Instagram. So they weren't on that and we were on it. And then I just started hammering it out, started talking to people, telling people who we are, what we did, and then the phone started blowing up. So long story short, I was really pushing his name, and he, he's, he's got like the old school. He's, he's close to 50 years old. He's a little old school. So I decided to go out and do my own thing, and that's, I mean, that, that's, that's how I got into doing my own thing was I ran into that guy, started pushing my father's, realized how much... I actually could do with my time and realize that, well, I'm not, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I'm certainly not an idiot and I'm willing to outwork anyone. So I know I can make this thing happen. Uh, the reason I chose roofing was because one, I was in a construction trade and I knew I had, I knew I had a crew to, to this point up until I started my own company, I always had a tool belt on and I was helping my father. I told my father, I said, look, man, we're doing this, we're doing this wrong way. We're, we have our tool belts on, we're hiding from people for eight to 10 hours a day, and we can't go out and meet new people. Um, I said, look, we already got this person's money. We, we need to go find other money 
and and keep this thing moving. I said, we put our tool belts on, we hide. We hide from the world. I, we need to go get more because this one, this one's done. And being in the profession that he was, trying to be like a perfectionist, he, he couldn't find good help. He couldn't find people to do the things that we could do, so we ended up having to do it by ourselves. So with the roofing, I knew I had a crew. I knew all I had to do was just get the work. I could play businessman. I could sell it. So reached out to a local builder, said, hey, what do I need to do to run your roofs? So local roofer told me what I need to do. I said, all right, done. Talked to the crew. They said, all right, yeah, we can do it. I wasn't making like any money. <laughs> and I, I just wanted to use it to tell people, hey, I'm a roofer now. So went out, got the logo done and started pushing telling everyone I was a roofer, got an Instagram page, got a Facebook page, showing people on Snapchat that were, that were running roofs every single day. Started doing roofs, and then word got out that we were a roofing company, and then people started using us. And then, and then we stepped out into a totally different world. We, I, I started realizing that there was a, there's different, not all roofing contractors do the same things. And I was watching one roofing contractor in specific like attack the roofing game at a totally different angle and he was very, very successful. So I decided to tap into that, figure out exactly what he was doing, ask a bunch of questions, figure the game out. And I, I honestly, I had no idea what I was doing. So I just decided to start telling people that I knew how to do what he was doing, which was insurance work. And I had, I had no idea. I, I just randomly started knocking on people's doors, telling them I knew, uh, I knew how to get them a roof and how to get the insurance to pay for it and this and that. And then it just snowballed into where we're at right now, and it all started with this dude in the gym that brought this idea to my head and basically changed everything, and now here we are, I don't know, eight months later, and I'm sitting here talking to Bobby Sunday about how we're quote-unquote successful. <laughs> wow. I mean, seriously, just wow. I listened to that story, and it seems to be a central theme in this show that we continuously talk on each episode about the power of running into somebody and just having a conversation with them and that changing your life forever. And it starts with ideas and it starts with concepts and you work hard and you make it happen and you're a living example of that. And I think that's really awesome that you were able to make that happen, that you were able to find passion in what you did and that you were, you know, working on becoming quote unquote successful. And I think that's really cool. And you talk about success. What kind of image did you have in your head of success before you started all this versus now? Because I, I realize that it's a very different image in your head. When you start a task, when you start a project, you have this idea of what success is going to be like. You have this idea of what success is going to be like when you're working towards it and when you complete your goal. But what is success really like? That is a great question because a lot of people have no idea what it takes to be successful. Um, and I keep on saying quote unquote successful because we're, we're just getting started. We're, um, we're, we're babies right now and, and we got a long way to go. Um, but what we've done in a short amount of time, I'm very humble, but what we've done in a short amount of time is, is pretty, pretty incredible. So my idea of success at first was just a, Honestly, just to make some money. <laughs> I needed to pay my bills. I sold, when I was working with my father, I bought a fancy truck and I sold that truck to open this company. I knew it was costing me $600 a month because of the payment and then the fuel. It was sucking fuel like crazy and then the insurance. I went out and bought a little Ford Focus 
<laughs> I ran a roofing company out of a Ford Focus for five months. Um, and the reason I did that, everyone looked at me, they're, they're like, dude, you can't run a roofing company out of a car. I said, yes, I can. Watch me. And everyone's like, why did you do that? I said, look, because I'm, I'm going to take one step backward to take two steps forward. So at the beginning, it was just to make some money. It was just trying to make ends meet and try and make this thing grow. Now, when you're when you're trying to run run a company, you see this money coming in, but you can't just take it and go buy things and buy a house and buy another vehicle and, and do this and that. You need to reinvest it back in the business. So at the starting point, it was money. And then, of course, listen, We I listen to podcasts all the time. I drive all day long. Um, so I'm always trying to be productive while I'm driving. So I'm listening to these podcasts. And then my focus shifts from just trying to make money to trying to be financially free. I think that's everyone's goal, um, at least the majority of people. They they want to be financially free. They don't want to worry about money. They want to go take vacation when they want. Um, they want to kind of do things on their terms and not have to live paycheck to paycheck like such a far majority of people in the United States do. So success for me is is definitely, definitely, definitely financial freedom. What I, I mean, everyone has their their ideas of the things that they want. Some people want the big house. Some people want the cool cars. Um, and they want to be financially free with those different crazy items in their life. So I think everyone definitely has a different idea of success. And it's not all just there, there's not one clear cut definition as to what success actually is because everyone has their, has their different opinions. Everyone has their different ideas of what that actually is. If you want to be successful, you have to work. Everyone thinks there's like some big secret. And if they plan everything out perfect and if they write it all down on a piece of paper and they do this at this time and this at this time, they're, they're going to be successful. Um, that's not the case. <laughs> you need to work. There, there's, there's, there's only one way to do it and it's to work. You're going to, you're going to fail. You're going to have setbacks. You're going to win. You're going to think you're winning and then you're going to get punched right in the face and you're going to be even further back than what you were when you first started. Um, it's, it's a very, very long road. It's a very lonely road when you put in the amount of hours that it actually takes to get to where you want to go. Uh, you, you lose friends. Um, you don't have the time to go out to the bar and hang out with people. If you have a girlfriend, she's not getting the attention that she needs. So it's, like I said, it's, it's a very lonely, lonely road. A lot of long nights. I mean, for instance, I work, it sounds, it sounds crazy to even say it. But I work, I'd say, 16 to 18 hours a day. It doesn't stop. From the second I wake up till the second I go to bed, it's, it's nothing but work. It's stressful. It's sometimes you wake up in the morning, you don't even, you don't, you don't want to get up. You don't want to look at your phone because you know it's, it's going to be going off. And when people call you, you gotta, you gotta answer them. Um, people, people are needy creatures. It's just, just the nature of the human. When someone has a question or someone wants something answered, they have a problem, they, they expect immediate attention. Whether someone wants to agree to that or not, they, if someone has a problem or they have a question, they want it answered. If it's not answered within an hour, they start to get a little bit pissy. <laughs> um, so you gotta give them the attention that, that they need and it becomes stressful when you're meeting with people and you're running around, you're managing a job, and then you, you're dealing with all the other phone conversations. It's a very, very, very stressful, very, very long and lonely road. But at the end of the day, if it's what you want, I think it's, worth it. And I'm sure Bobby can agree with that. Absolutely, Carney. Absolutely. And uh, 
I love how you paint this very real picture of what success is like because too often we'll take a look on our social media apps, we'll take a look on Instagram, we'll take a look on Facebook, we'll take a look at the TV, and it seems like every single turn you take, you're looking at these people who are much more successful than you are, and we're putting out this energy vibe that it's just so easy to be successful. That here I am, you can do it. And it's too easy to become wrapped up in this idea that yeah, you know, I can do it. I can do it. And forgetting that it's a long road ahead. It's not just, I can do it. It's going to be done tomorrow. It's a long, long road. And it's a tiresome road. It's a lonely road. And it's a road where not everyone's going to understand your goal. Not everyone will understand your goal because not everyone has the same goals that you do. And that applies for anything. That applies for your business ventures. That applies for your fitness goals. That applies for pretty much anything that you're doing in life and not everyone is working towards the same goal. So you can't expect everyone to understand, but you have to know where you stand and you have to know where everything is going. I just wanted to jump right in and kind of snowball off of that. Uh, Bobby hit that right on the head. Not everyone is on the same mission as you. Not everyone, not everyone has the same idea of success. Everyone's got their, everyone's got their own thing. Some people want to make $40,000 a year, live in a normal house, pay their bills, go on vacation, take the kids to soccer practice. And that, that, that's the definition of perfect to them. Nothing wrong with that. If that's what makes them happy, that's what makes them happy. But if you want to be successful and you want like the things that I'm sure all of us really, really want, um, whether we want to agree with it or not, you are going to be able to, you're, you're going to have to be able to take people not agreeing with it. You're going to have friends. You're going to have family. You're going to have people that loved ones that just don't, it's, it's not that they don't agree with it. They just, they don't know any better. They're seeing you do this crazy, crazy thing. And it puts them in an uncomfortable position to see you trying to step out of the box, trying to be out of the norm, trying to break the nine to five. And it's just not, it's not normal to them. And, and they, they can't, they don't know, they don't know how to accept it. So you, you're forced to either listen to them and kind of restrain yourself and stay under the, the status quo of them or push yourself, kind of move away from them, kind of just block out the background noise and, and just do your thing. I think that's without a doubt really important to think about. And you hit it right back on the nail. I mean, that is the stuff that comes with when you're working towards being successful. And those are things that you're going to have to overcome when you're on that journey. And it's not for the mentally weak. You have to prepare yourself. You have to become mentally tough if you're not already. And you have to go through those failures. You have to go through those difficult obstacles to reach your goals. And talking about that, you know, success also takes a lot of different types of sacrifices. You talked about trading up your truck for a focus, and that's a sacrifice right there. But besides that, what were kind of the other uh, sacrifices that you made in the beginning that kind of were difficult to adjust to, and maybe they got a little bit better? But what, what were some of the things for you personally that you had to sacrifice? Everything. <laughs> um, yeah, now it's it's a totally different world. I mean, you... I was I was in the I was in the eight hour shifts um, while I was helping my father. You go, it was it was comfortable. It is. It's so much more comfortable to wake up, go to work, and then you 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 do your shift. You 
take your tool belt off, take your, take your clothes off. Well, you don't take your clothes off, but your scrubs, whatever you are, if you're a nurse, um, you, you, you take your work boots off and then you forget about things. You put your phone on, you put your phone down, you can put it on airplane mode, you can flip on Netflix and all the problems that were going on at work or are still going on, you, you count on someone else to take care of that. So if you're in a position where you're, uh, where you're the owner or you have a high leadership role, that stuff doesn't leave you. You get home at six o'clock at night, you're putting out fires till 10 o'clock at night till people go to bed. And then after they go to bed, you're staying up till one, two o'clock in the morning, responding to all your emails because you couldn't get to it while you're dealing with everything else. So it literally, literally, literally never stops. Um, so what you have to sacrifice is your time and time is the, time's the, the one thing that you can't get back. You can make more money. You can get a, get a watch, get a car. Um, but you can never get your time back. So it's the, it's the ultimate sacrifice. Are you willing to sacrifice your time now so that you can play later? It's a, it's a huge sacrifice. And the thing that scares the heck out of me and a lot of people that I talk to that are on the same mission as me, cause I, I mean, you, you hear it all the time. Surround yourself around like-minded people. So I'm around people that are on the same mission as me. And we, we do have this conversation from time to time. Usually our conversations are pushing each other, talking about different, ideas, different ventures to, to get us to where we want to be. But every now and then we do kind of let reality set in and have the conversation as the, hey, we're doing all this crazy stuff. We're sacrificing all this time. I hope it pays off. It's scary. It's scary to think that we're putting in 16, 18 hour days and you see money coming in. But when you're trying to build something, the money's going out just as fast as it's, as it's coming in. It's funny. You you tell everyone that you own a business and all of a sudden you're a millionaire, which isn't the case. You might make $300,000 in one year, but you probably just spent 400. <laughs> so you're in debt more than the, the person that works a nine to five and makes $40,000 a year. So it's, it's a very, very, it's, it's stressful. It is. You, you never know what tomorrow holds, but when you talk to anyone that's successful, they've, they've been through it all. They've been through the fire. They've seen the good. They've seen the bad. And it's, it's, part of what you sign up for. You if you want to take this journey, you have to realize that you're going to sacrifice your time and it's going to be hard and it's going to be long. But when you get to the finish line and you can look back and I think anyone that's actually made it can tell you this, it's worth it. So we touched up on the good of success and I'm sure that's something that everyone thinks about, you know, they have this idea of what it's like to be successful and they've got a lot of great things in their head of once I finally reach this point, I'll get this. Once I finally reach this point, I'll have that. When I finally reach this point, I'll have time for this. But let's focus on the bad a little bit because I think that's kind of maybe an uncomfortable part of success that people don't think about, but it's reality that a majority of the success you're going to have in the beginning is going to bring negative outcomes. And I think a lot of people think about that or don't think about that. So tell me about what kept you pushing through when you reached these negative outcomes. What did you tell yourself? What was in your head to keep pushing through to reach the positives that success brings? With entrepreneurship and trying to own your own business and being the CEO of yourself, you don't have to work for someone else. You, I mean, you can make $50,000 a year invest your money properly, save it properly, and be a millionaire by the time you're 50. But these, these setbacks, what keep, what, the only thing that can keep you pushing is looking at where you want to go. 
you you have this picture of the perfect life. You have this picture of some people like to look for itemized things. Some people like to buy cars. They like to chase cars. Once they get to the car, then they they want the they want the house. So you have to find things that keep you pushing and keep you motivated and keep you on course. Sure, you're gonna you're gonna get a little bit off course. You're gonna have days where you don't want to wake up. You're gonna have days where you don't want to make those phone calls. You're gonna have days where you don't want to have that awkward conversation with your customers. But you have to look at the fact that you are you're striving for a life that one percent of people are in. There's a reason it's called the one percenters because it's extremely, extremely tough to get into that bracket. And in order to do that, you have to be able to push through all the pain to get to where you want to be. And there's no, there's no right or wrong path. The main thing is to just keep pushing. You got to keep, you got to wake up. You got to put those work boots on. You got to make that phone call. You got to meet that customer because you're playing the long game. This isn't a short game. You're looking for when you're 40 years old, to be able to live the way that you want to live and live that 1% life. And in order to do that, you need to keep focus on the fact that you want that 1% life. There's there's no way around it. You cannot want that 1% life and then watch Netflix till 2 o'clock in the morning and then wake up and go to breakfast with your friends till 7, 8, 7, 9, 10 o'clock and then come back home and do whatever, play Call of Duty. It's just not going to happen. You, you, you have to put in the work. And if you really want it that bad, you need to be willing to put in 16, 18 hours a day and work twice as long as the normal person to cut that time in half. If you want to be super, super successful by the time you're 40 and it takes most people to the time they're 80, you got to work twice as long. And there's only so many hours in the day. If they're working eight hours, you got to work 16 hours. And I think that brings up a topic of just time management. And I think a lot of it is about just learning to manage your time correctly and not wasting time on things that really aren't centered towards improving your goals. Because a lot of people, they're spending time doing useless things that really aren't helping them towards their goals. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. And I'm guilty of it myself. You know, you take a few hours in the day, maybe to watch Netflix or watch a movie or watch a show. And I'm not saying that's bad, but you do have to remember that you have an ultimate goal in mind that you want to achieve. And it takes a lot of hard work to get there. You need to learn to manage your time. You know, maybe use that as a treat for getting work done. Okay, you know, I got all this work done. I can use this as a reward to do that. Do you find yourself rewarding yourself for work that you've done? Um, What kind of ways do you reward yourself for getting small goals and tasks done? The way that I reward myself for for doing what I do and and just busting it out, working the long days, working day in and day out and just having bags underneath my eyes, I like fancy things. (laughs) That that Ford Focus that I was talking about, I'm probably going to get a little hate for this, um, but that Ford Focus I was talking about cost me 12,000 bucks. This was a couple months ago that I bought that and I told everyone, that I'm taking a step back to take two steps forward. Let's fast forward a couple months ahead of that. I just bought a watch the other day for 13. <laughs> so, so I bought a watch that cost more than that car. So that's, that's how I rewarded myself. And a lot of people are going to say, Oh, it's stupid. Why would you buy that? I bought it one because I've been working my face off and I don't treat myself. I wear the same shoes that I've had for three years, but I bought it just to kind of remind myself as to, Hey, you're working and you deserve a little something. So I really like watches and I decided I wanted to buy a watch. 
And every time I put it on, I look at it and it's, it's motivation for me. When you wake up in the morning and you put on something that you really, really wanted, a lot of people feel as it's almost like a, it's like impossible to a lot of people to be able to go afford to spend $13,000 on a watch. And you did it when you were 24. It's a wake up call as to, Hey, I'm actually doing this. I actually have what it takes to be in this game. And there's no one that's going to stop me. If I want it, I can go get it. I told all of my real close buddies. I said, look, I'm going to go buy a Rolex. So what did I do? I went and bought a Rolex. Now I'm telling everyone I'm going to buy a Lamborghini. So what do you think's coming next? <laughs> and and it's not it's not to show off. It's not to brag. If you saw me out, I wouldn't say, hey, did you see my watch? It's It's a reality check to me. And I feel like being on this road, it's such a long, it's such a lonely road. You need to be able to reward yourself. You need to be able to keep yourself in check and reward yourself and say, hey, you know what? I am doing good. I am doing great. So I'm going to, I'm going to splurge a little bit. It helps keep you in line with where you want to be. Um, a lot of people don't need the itemized things. Me, I like them. Uh, I think the fast cars, I think the watches, I think the cool houses. I love it. I'm all about that kind of stuff. A lot of people just like to be comfortable. They, they, they want the money and they don't want to worry about going to the grocery store and picking the cheapest can of beans. Um, they just want to grab a can of beans and go home and make whatever they're making. So it's all relative to, to who you are and what you want. But for me, the best way to kind of reward myself, cause I really, I really don't have extra time. It, it sounds crazy, but owning a business, doing the kind of volume that we're doing, dealing with the amount of customers that we deal with, I really don't have time to go to go just go on vacation and disappear for three days. People people need me. They expect me. They want me, which is part of this. I signed up for it, so I don't have a problem with it, and I enjoy it. I like waking up in the morning knowing that I'm going to work to get me to that next place. I don't like, I actually hate free time. I'm clawing and scratching to get back to my normal routine, which it's not normal at all. It's completely hectic, but that's that's what I like. That's When you put yourself in these uncomfortable positions, it becomes normal. It's not like like normal to a lot of people is a nine to five. They look at me, they're like, dude, you're a freak. You're doing this, you're doing that. It's bad for your health, this and that. This is normal for me. If I worked eight hours, I'd go crazy. I wouldn't know what to do with the other six hours. So I personally don't reward myself with like time or vacations or anything like that. I, I've decided to buy a watch. <laughs> That's how I rewarded myself. And the real reward in my eyes is when I'm 35, 40, 45 years old and I don't have to work anymore. That's the, because I made the ultimate sacrifice that no one else was willing to do because they want to go to the bar every single, from Thursday to Sunday. And then they work their nine to five. And when five or six o'clock rolls around, they put on sweatpants and watch Netflix. And then fast forward to when I'm 40 and they're 40 and they're sitting there complaining how they're in this position and they don't have any money and their home's getting foreclosed on because they weren't willing to make those sacrifices when they were younger and they could before they had a family, before they had kids. And I was, it's just, I, I can't really relate to that. So I, I really can't see rewarding myself with time. So I reward myself with monetary things. Yeah. And I think everyone has a bunch of different things that they reward themselves with, uh, whether it's monetary things, like you said, I mean, a $13,000 watch, I saw you walking in and I didn't even know it was $13,000. Now I'm very envious, but I reward myself for my types of work in different ways. And I think time is a lot for me. I enjoy experiences. I enjoy a lot of different experiences. And don't get me wrong, you know, there's a lot of monetary things that I do enjoy. Just to me, 
it's all about the experience and everything that I do in my life is about the experience. And even when I'm working, it's about the experience. Whatever job I'm doing, it's about the experience of going through that job, getting that type of reward that that job has to offer, and then moving on to what the next job has to offer. So now that you've kind of run through your business and you've had a lot of successes, you've had a lot of failures, I'm sure there's tons of advice you can give to everyone else. And I would love to hear that advice. But first, I want to hear what kind of advice that you wish that someone would have told you before you got into this whole business. What's one piece of advice that you wish someone would have said to you from day one of starting this business? So what I wish someone would have told me when I started, um, I wish they would have told me that if I liked sleep, not to even start. <laughs> and that once you start, you create a monster and there's no going back. Um, I don't want to go back. Like I said, this is normal to me. So honestly, I, I get I get advice every day. I'm not like the kind of person that thinks he's too educated and he's too far ahead of people to take advice and whatnot. Now I'm careful of who I get my advice from. I make sure that there's someone that that is credible. I make sure there's someone that is doing the things that I want to be doing. But I really don't know that there's any advice that I could have been given that would have just drastically set me ahead of where I'm at right now. Because at the end of the day, the best thing that I've ever learned was you just need to go out and do. You can get all the advice in the world. You can read all the books. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can watch all the YouTube videos. You can build this perfect, perfect plan. But what happens when reality sets in and that perfect plan doesn't work anymore? Um, things change. The, the economy's changing. The way that we do business is changing every single day. So what worked for someone 20 years ago is probably not going to work right now. If you look at advertising, if you look at, for instance, if you look at Toys R Us, Toys R Us is going out of business. Kids toys. We're still having kids. So what happened? They didn't adapt to the way that society is right now. They didn't follow the trend of, okay, we need to start advertising on social media. They relied on commercials and billboards, and now they're going out of business. A multi-billion dollar company that's currently going out of business because Amazon just crushed them like a bug. The best advice that I could ever give someone is you need to be willing to adapt. It's always going to change. There's always going to be this next thing. No matter what industry you're in, they're always going to be improving, and you need to be one step ahead of your competition. Like I touched on earlier, I'm only 24 years old, and... I'm in this construction trade and everyone else is 40, 40 plus and they're, they're just not doing it. And so we stand out from everyone else because they're not willing to put in the time to learn Facebook or learn Instagram or get Snapchat and it's, it's hurting them. And if they don't change and they don't focus soon, they're going to get young guys like us that come in and blow them out of the water because they're just, they're not willing to adapt. They've been set in their ways. They said, Ooh, what I've done has got me this far. How long have I been doing it this way? Look at what I've done. Look at what Toys R Us done. And now they're broke. <laughs> um, so definitely, definitely being able to adapt as well as just stay on the course. You know, when you, when you start this, you know where you want to go. There's a reason you're starting it. It's not just because you decide, Hey, this will be fun. There's a, there's an end product in mind. So when you, when you start, you need to stay focused on that goal. You need to be willing to adapt and you need to be able to, to change. The best advice that I could give anyone is you need to work. There's no way around it. The The key to success is work. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how many books you've read. If you're not willing to work, if you're not willing to get up and actually put these things that you're learning into motion, 
you're you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to be a nobody and you're going to come and go. And even if you do start and you don't have the mental discipline to change and adapt and be willing to get punched in the face, you're you're going to start, you're going to get punched in the face one time and you're going to quit. So then you'll just be back working your normal job and, and that'll be the story of you. So you definitely need to be willing to adapt, willing to change, as well as just keep pushing and keep moving forward. I love it. I love how your business has been going. I love the success stories and I love all your advice. Thank you for being a guest, Carney. Thank you, Mr. Bobby Sunday. It was a pleasure. I hope you guys enjoyed everything. If you want to follow Carney on his adventure, follow him on Instagram at C3Roofing. Also follow me on Instagram for all podcast updates. That's at freaking Bobs, at F-R-E-A-K-I-N-B-O-B-S. Please head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and write us a written review, and I would appreciate it so much. I'll talk to everyone soon.